Do you know what your partner's up to when you're away and they're all alone? No, what? They're listening to the Screw Podcast, of course. What's that? Mm, sit back, relax, and listen. And you're all casamatics. You're all casamatics. Sneaking in the back door with Teddy Maxine. So your mother wants to know what all the stains on your jeans. And you're all casamatics. Oh. <laughs> really quick thanks for tuning into this podcast with felicia rose the idiot and ayla the very intelligent engineer over here <laughs> oh i don't i don't know about all that but uh because <laughs> i just took a good i don't know what 30 minutes for me to figure out but welcome <laughs> well, I, I wasn't doing anything but watching the account kids getting hurt so okay, you know. <laughs> so tell me tell me more about this uh, okay, first of all, I have a little cough, so I apologize. I think it's just allergies, so if I cough, I'm sorry. But kids getting hurt. <clears throat> in my favorite Instagram account. <laughs> so, do you have something particularly against children, or? I mean, <clears throat> listen. <clears throat> Rather than like other than the usual. <laughs> the, the, yeah, children, you know, whatever. But when it comes to people. I don't want to say celebrating, but like appreciating that it's hilarious when just people get hurt in general, when it's not so serious that it's like a huge deal, obviously. When it's just, you know, a child's reaction to getting hurt can go one way or the other. And it's typically hilarious when they like have a breakdown about something goofy or when they're also very resilient. So when they like, you know, they do something that would break 85 bones in adults' bodies, and they're just, like, rubber, so they, like, can bounce back. I don't know. Like, this is a funny account. I, don't, I just love, I love watching children get hurt, and I know that that sounds terrible, but it, it has so many followers online, I'm not alone, and <laughs> there's, clearly, there's clearly a market for people laughing at non-serious slight inconveniences to kids i think it's fucking funny you know i i i i think it's kind of funny too i mean and like look when we were kids i'm sure we did a lot of like stupid things and got hurt often and like you know they were still trying to pull out those vhs it's like it's a, just another variation on america's honey uh, honeyest funniest whole videos <laughs> Right. I was just about to say that. Exactly. We all have watched that stuff forever. Always been a part of media we consume. We watch, you know, the little kid take the baseball bat to his dad's groin or the little <laughs> kid running to go give his mom a hug and tripping and falling halfway there and then crying. Like, it's just funny. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> judge, judge me not. It gives me fucking serotonin. <laughs> I judgeth not you with. I definitely don't. <laughs> no judgment whatsoever, I promise. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, like, it's it's hard getting back into, like, this stuff, and I, I definitely miss Be Our Producer because, like, now I have to remember how to, like, turn buttons on and stuff, you know? And we had yeah. such a fun podcast last week that nobody will ever hear. I mean, they could hear you, but, like, they have to really be into, like, whisper play because, like... <laughs> I'm really loud, and you're like, 
like like totally not like you said ASMR was not just whispering so it's definitely not that <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should release it as uh like a uh, I don't know a fun bonus audio thing. <laughs> that would be fun. I did save it just because, you know, I'm like funny for like every once in a while because I had like great marijuana that day and now I have no marijuana because it's like, it's 1030 in the morning right now. Not that I have a problem yeah. with that, but, um, you know, I have shit to do or something. <laughs> <laughs> so like, and and so here's the thing. So like, I haven't, like, drank in ages. I've been, like, working out like a dog, you know. And it's it's all good, you know. Like, an aging body is, like, something you need to fucking take care of if you want to, like, not look like the Crypt Keeper. And so I don't want to look like the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> I'm going to get some bags <laughs> and fix these teeth and all that shit. And, um, you know, I got plans. But so, like, I've been, like, you know, haven't really drank much and, you know, which is fine. You know, drinking is just something weird as I get older. It just makes me sleepy most of the time. Unless, yeah, unless it's really good tequila, in which case I just get drunk and then, like, fall asleep. Um, God, that sounds fucking boring. I swear I'm not that boring. But anyway, so... Look, I alcohol has been making me sleepy since I was 17 years old. <laughs> well, I... I have always been the like munchy and go to bed early drunk girl, unless I have like Adderall or Coke in my system. Like, <laughs> I don't do any of that anymore. So like, yeah. therefore now it's extra, like there's only one way to handle drinking and that's to go to bed after. So I, yeah, I like completely yeah. cut down. I only have a drink once in a while and, or, you know, if I'm a, I'm out and having a nice dinner. I might get like a drink with that, but like, yeah, I can't. I will literally fall asleep on the way home if I have to fucking drink. I just like the. I went out for, uh, like pre-Halloween, to a burlesque show. Shout out to Bunny Buxom. That's my girl. Oh, what's she, up, girl? she was on here before, and uh, I went to her show and I had. I did like the the beer like the cider with the shot, right? And I swear on my life, I was toast by like the second drink. I was like, I, I was I was the kind of drunk where I was like, you know what, twenty dollars for an Uber home? Fuck yourself. I'm gonna go get a sandwich at the bodega across <laughs> the street, and then I'm gonna walk the mile and a half to two miles or whatever it was home. And I did, and I got blisters, and you know that's just. <laughs> Ouch. so yeah i mean i i haven't smoked in a week i haven't i don't really drink anymore yeah yeah I'm well fucking... so that's what i'm saying like you know i went and like quit smoking for like the 500th time i swear i i've learned how to become like a stress smoker which i never like i always made fun of people who could like smoke and then stop but like i've i've trained my brain to do it somehow mostly because like yeah. my partner is constantly like you know, when we have children, they'll never get to know you. And like, looks at me out like, that's that's just wow. as good as like putting putting like your photo in the cigarette pack. Right? It's like, <laughs> I used to do that to my mom when I was in like sixth grade. <laughs> it's like I know me and Auntie Felicia will have a great time raising the kids, but. <laughs> <laughs> It would be nice if you were around for the first few years, at least. 
Um, yeah, I know you're gonna add me as a godparent, and that's wonderful. But can you please be alive so yeah, I no. don't have to actually take custody? Godparent, <laughs> you're the demon parent. <laughs> None well, of that yeah, god shit. You know I basically mean the person that's in charge if both of y'all croak, obviously. Yeah, you, you know, and it's horrible because, like, you know, nobody likes talking about these things. But, like, I recently, like, so they have these, like, meetup things here in Albuquerque. And for the first time in my life, I <laughs> – no, I shouldn't say that. I'll get back to that in a second. But for the second time in my life, I, like, joined a meetup group. I haven't been to any of it yet. Um, but it's like, um, I think it's called like Albuquerque kink or something like that, but they're really great. Cause they also do like these poly meetups and all these like kind of informational slash educational things. And there's one on like, kind of like, I don't want to say it's like taking care of your daddies as they age, but like it, you know, one thing like we always talk about in some of these queer relationships and lesbians do it too. And everybody does it, you know, like when there's like an age difference, we like to like kind of not talk about that sometimes. And, you know, I have to be real. My partner's 10 years younger than me. It's not a huge amount, but it's some numbers. And, you know, daddy may be, like, healthy and happy and energetic now, but that's not going to be real always. So you have to start doing some planning and thinking and, like, how does this look? What does it look like? And, you know, you have to you have to be able to balance this. I'm not saying I'm in a daddy-son relationship. I'm just being, like, real about age differences, you know? Like, you have to... You have to be, you know, luckily, knock on wood, still fucking healthy as hell. That's good, you know, but you have to take care of your shit, you know? And so, that being said, I'm going on a marijuana pause, which I don't think I've done in, like, a bazillion years. Honestly, there's always, like, some sort of grass in the drawer somewhere that I can find when I need to smoke. (laughs) Grass in the drawer sounds like a fucked up jokes up <laughs> if there's grass in the drawer if there's grass in the drawer play ball oh my goodness i just thought of that if there's grass i mean it's kind of true though if there's grass in the drawer roll the bat and whatever okay oh, we're gonna stop that so the first time i joined a meetup group was when i got off i don't know where i was going it was like a plane trip somewhere for I think work or something and this guy like talked me in like he sat next to me and he he was all about like I swear what is that big chaw like the group of like basically misogynist men who like want to fuck women but don't want to be their friend um I think it's called, like, MGTA or something. It's, like, disgusting. Don't look it up on the internet. They're ridiculous. It's a bunch of fucking neo-Nazi, like, closet, like, weird queers. Um, But, like, he was, like, I was, like, well, I'm queer, so I don't know about your meetup dating group. And he's, like, no, it's totally cool. It's about guys complaining about, like, the dating world. And, like, I didn't really care, but he was kind of hot and charismatic and, like, sitting right next to me, and I feel like... You know, we had, like, a vibe. Not in, like, whatever, but it was, like, funny. And then, like, I finally, you know, he, he like, one of those swindlers that makes you sign up, like, right now. No, no, check it out. No, no, just hit here. And before you know it, you're signed up for, like, 15 years to this, like, really awful, like, meetup group. And you get, like, their, um, because they send, like, a bazillion reminders and shit. 
and it was that bad. And I actually just unsigned up for it when I signed up for the Albuquerque group. (laughs) So (laughs) it took that long. Weird. And Meetup has, like, a forever memory of, like, your history. It was still, like, suggesting to me, like, Worcester dating groups. I mean, I haven't lived in Worcester since 2010. So um, that's a long time to be suggesting, like, you know, a group that you browsed once 13 years ago. Wow, we really moved to Brooklyn 13 fucking years ago. That's wild. (laughs) I mean, it seems like longer and just like yesterday all at once. How is that possible? Yeah. Oh, I, I I was reminiscing about our Halloween shenanigans <sighs> and how much fun we had that first year. That was so fun. I was everything that I was seeing in like your photos was like, and I told I told um, the partner. <laughs> I'm not trying to dox my husband. Good lord, uh, <laughs> that. <laughs> That, um, uh, you know, you really gave me, like, an appreciation of Halloween in the sense that, like, you know, I still feel compelled to at least do something Halloween-y, you know? And obviously, when you leave New York City, there are places where adults aren't as (laughs) Halloween-y. Yeah, yeah. And like it's kind of a bum diggity thing. Even being at this college, we expect. I mean, we saw people dressed up, but we actually expected like a lot more, and it just wasn't to be. Um, so you know, I kind of jumped up. So seriously, in New York City, in like the weirdest way. (laughs) Even like my neighborhood has like tons of decorations. If you go out to Staten Island, for example, they have. You can go to this website, and they have a list of like. I want to say between like 75 to 100 houses that are decorated so well that they're like a part of this like tour that you can go on essentially and you can drive around and go to all of the you can even walk some of it you can go to all these different places that basically have spent I would say between like 30 to 50 thousand dollars on decorating the outside of their fucking house with like animatronic there's a place that has a walkthrough in their fucking backyard that you pay ten dollars and they have scare actors, like scare that's actors how. So, like, so literally, like, and that's I know that that's like Stan Island's not a borough. I mean, it is, but you know, it's just like one example of how fucking seriously. Like, if you take the subway on Halloween, it's insanity. Yeah. There's mean, nowhere oh, else yeah. that, that hard. Uh, and it's kind of this is kind of why I'm sad that I lost our episode from you know last week because we like we're talking about Halloween movies and it was super cool and like I didn't end up doing much more because we had like a computer meltdown fiasco and ended up spending hours like reinstalling Windows woohoo but um, <laughs> managed to watch oh like because like we love watching Adam's Family Values um, the second one. Um, of the like original Christina Ricci, not original, whatever. Y'all know what I mean. The only one that like like really counts as far as sarcasm goes. Although I did like Netflix Wednesday um thing. I thought it was pretty like funny. But like you gotta love Angelica Houston as Morticia because she just the way she says things. It's just so she's like it's like 
awful and she's like respect like she's <laughs> she's like that's horrible and i respect you <laughs> you know it's yeah. like the, the way she pulled it off it's like sexy and disgusting and scary all at once i love it like and when her baby ends up and this is my fear as like a radical queer dude is that like i'm gonna have kids and they're gonna end up like little blonde goody two-shoe t- cheerleaders and i'm gonna like be crying You're like what did i do why me why did this happen to us your kids are never going to ever ever be that and you know that very well <laughs> like hello oh, gosh, i hope not <laughs> can you imagine if i birth like well i wouldn't birth it but like you know contribute to the dna of it like a little a little karenita i it would be awful it's not Karen- I am goddamn dead. (laughs) It's funny because last weekend I was I I went to go watch some horror movies and then I realized the TV in my living room I didn't have my roommate's Roku and Apple TV like basically doesn't have you know the Apple TV that we got you and I in 2010. Um, I'm still using that. No, you're not. Shut up. I am. Yes, because listen, until it stops breathing, I use it. Okay? It still works. Whatever like the remote thing. works. Um. Yeah. No. Well, I, I think we had to replace the remote at oh, some point. But yeah, yeah, no, the whole thing fucking works. And, well, it, and when I say works, I mean like it's so outdated that it only lets you use, I think, Netflix and like Fubo, which I don't even <laughs> know what that app is. Like, there's no Hulu. There's Basically, it's all apps that I do not have access to. So I couldn't actually watch anything on, like, any of my channels that I have, like, any of my subscription things. Uh So I had to use DVDs. And then, of course, my DVDs are scratched. So (laughs) I I tried to watch Hellraiser. That didn't work. So I was like, all right, you know what? I'll just watch a classic because I know it doesn't scratch. It's not scratched. So I watched Black Christmas, which makes me, which is basically just, like, a telephone scatologist. (laughs) and (laughs) yeah it's like it's like the og telephone scatologist like on a in a movie and i thought about you and i in like dawson's class and just like when we learned that word and how funny we thought it was and yeah i that's me wrapping in halloween with this conversation and sex (laughs) no i mean it's funny so like black christmas is on netflix i think right now or something is it the original yeah yeah the original um, oh wow okay. it's either black chris no it might be peacock i don't remember who the fuck knows i mean it's <laughs> it's great that like streaming has gotten as bad as cable um and we were looking at it with the um the 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 captions or whatever closed captioning because <laughs> like you can watch that movie and like try to figure out everything that's being said but when you put closed captioning on and you can actually, I guess, read everything that's been said or whatever the captioner thinks was uh-huh. said. Uh, pre- now I'm interested to watch it with the caption. You have to. <laughs> it's really weird because it's like, Billy's bad. Billy. And then, like, it switches to something completely different. It's like the most random, like, pervy shit, not pervy shit he's saying. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. It was a different crazy. experience watching it with. Let me lick your cunt. Yeah, yeah. If only. It wasn't even that bad. It's like stupid shit. Like, Billy's been a bad baby. (laughs) You're like, wait, No, I mean, he does say pretty pink pussy, let me lick your cunt. Oh, does he? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize it was that. (laughs) 
not bad. Um, yeah, no. So, like, I was bummed that we lost part of the Halloween conversation, but I'm glad we've had this conversation. So I have a question because I've never seen it because my mother had always said it was, like, one of the scariest movies, and, of course, she loves it. But when she says something, when she says something is scary, I definitely don't put it on my list because <laughs> she twisted. <laughs> But, like, um, the Hellraiser movie, we tried to watch a preview, and my partner just turned to me and said, I still have no fucking idea what this movie is about. Like, <laughs> Okay, so let me make a suggestion. I would actually not watch the original Hellraiser because I know, I know y'all enough to know that it probably won't tickle you the same way that the new Hellraiser that just came out I want to say like two years ago like I think it's like 2019 okay it first of all it has really sexy Hellraisers and (laughs) secondly the because of the 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 year that it came out and stuff like the pacing it is the old one is not as I don't know for I I, this is as a horror movie fan obviously I'm probably gonna make people upset with me but (laughs) I really don't like the original as much as I want to like it I feel like it's a classic Mm -hmm. and because of that it's like everybody has to see it but for you guys I think you should watch the newest one which is I believe on Hulu okay yeah I saw that too but we didn't watch the the preview clip like it has like a like a sexy woman is one of the fucking whatchamacallits and like I don't know I just I found it to be more interesting than trying to go back and watch the older one which I used to love like when I was like nineteen twenty I would always watch Hell that original Hellraiser but I just don't it doesn't slap the same anymore so interesting. I would I would watch the newer one because it, and it also explains the story that they're trying to explain a bit better it's not as confusing as it there's just something about the original that I just I don't like but but also the gore in it is very it's fake you know it's it's that old schlocky over the top like gore that coagulated like, like blood yeah, yeah it's not I mean they try to make it look as realistic as possible, but the newer one has way more realistic looking gore, so, and it's really, but it's, I don't like gross, but this, uh, this I actually enjoyed a lot. Okay, so. okay, I like yeah. that recommendation. Yeah, because like we got behind and like really only ended up watching Children of the Corn, and like you know, oh, and <laughs> I think we watched. Oh, this is so embarrassing. All the Halloween episodes of Modern Family, but like. I, I'm just gonna go admit it. Like is 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 ridiculous as that show is, it's actually really fucking funny. And like and I hate it. I hate that I like it so much because it was on eleven seasons and everybody loved it. But it's fucking funny. It's just the way it I goes. honestly I've always enjoyed going back and watching Halloween episodes of certain shows. So for example, I know that she's cancelled and fuck this bitch forever, but the Halloween Roseanne where <laughs> Where they do a walkthrough of the house and like they're all kind of like doing a scare actor kind of thing. Uh, that I, that episode actually made me want to always decorate my house and actually like I I desired to have my own little haunt of my own. So like that, I love that episode. I really love the spooky episode in Dawson's Creek because it's actually the episode that led to the movie Scream being made. Um, oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah. What, Actually, if you watch the one of the newer screams, that they're watching that Dawson's Creek episode, so it's a little no. Kevin. Oh, that's funny. Throwback, little nugget of fun. 
So like there's there's a there's definitely a lot of TV shows that I feel like the Halloween episodes can like satiate your Halloween itch, you know, because it's like normal people do navigate spooky season so it's fun yeah i like that i definitely remember the roseanne episode like the original airing i don't know if i've seen it again since but like i definitely remember thinking this is this is clever yeah yeah fuck fuck roseanne but like seriously clever yeah, show yeah, at one point they, they take a <laughs> there's like a dinner table and somebody pulls up like you know the old um the the lid like the big dome lid to uh-huh. like a somebody pulls it up and it's like roseanne's head and she's like ah, you know whatever you know Hilarious. like she, i don't know yeah no she <laughs> she's great as a horror character she should like <laughs> <laughs> she's real spooky <laughs> they should put her in get out too but i'm bum <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I just you know but you know so like I felt kind of bummed right like so and this like really doesn't tie back in but like you know it sort of <laughs> ties back in like I wanted to get because like I've been good we've been like using like those vaporizers for like forever and they last forever and like you know I've been kind of smoke free which has been good for my lungs it's been good for going to the gym and working a sweat and getting that daddy twist in shape, you know. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like my Halloween wasn't all that I wanted it to be, mostly cuz like we're both in like the middle of the semester and it's a lot of work and uh, you know, it's so hard to balance like having filthy good sex, studying, doing things, you know. So, we're going to take a break. <laughs> from like the Mary Jane for a very short period of time I'm gonna try like I'm gonna start with a week cause like like look I'm not talking about like it being an addiction thing I'm talking about like I like to fucking smoke weed and <laughs> right. however what I definitely have always said and will still say after a while like you should take a break because it really feels nice to like come back and get high again cause like so I doing this like so as as i've probably discussed on here uh about a year and like two months ago uh i had a tooth extracted so i had to stop smoking for a a, quite a bit of time because i had uh, also a broken jaw they had a saw down jawbone and all this anyway so because of that i couldn't smoke for a while and at the time i was smoking tobacco blunts so me coming off of smoking was me actually getting rid of my tobacco addiction essentially so because i was smoking like 22 blunts a day and let's be honest i may as well have smoked cigarettes because that was what i was really smoking for i wasn't actually getting high so anyway so ever since i i started i switched to hemp blunts and ever since then um after about six months of that what happened is i started to just like not have anxiety about not smoking so now i'm able to go a week two weeks sometimes without smoking at all like nothing none and when i come back to smoking i get so fucking ripped <laughs> that like, first of all i feel high for the for like the first time in a while secondly i i need very little it's right. like it's like it's it's like growing an intolerance for alcohol it's the same thing where like you truly actually enjoy the high in a completely different way. And, and I know that you're not like addicted to being high all day, 
But I know that after even just a week of not smoking, whenever you get back to smoking and you're going to be like, holy high. Now I get high and people are like, are you okay? And I'm like, I am quietly enjoying being stoned right now. (laughs) So that's the thing. I'm never going to bullshit. Like, no, I I don't smoke weed to like cut my anxiety or to like pay attention. I like, I just smoke it because I like to be high. Like, like, (laughs) fuck you. It's just the reality (laughs) of it. But, you know, I did realize and I said to myself, the fact that I now have to smoke like these pre-rolls that are dipped in hash oil that are already like 29, right. 34% THC. Maybe just to get a little high, maybe right. I should take a break. And like, and, and you know what made me think of it is because I, I actually got super fucking high smoking these things. And I was like, wow, that's what music sounds like again. You know, because it's like, it's all like adjustable. Our body gets used to chemicals so fucking fast and people don't like think about this you know when we're talking what is addiction really we're talking your body is burning some neuro pathways to really enjoy something and in order to keep enjoying it you have to keep increasing it otherwise your body will get used to it it's so fucking adaptable that way and on one level that's awesome and on another level it sucks for substance use (laughs) you'll so much money though because then you know what my recommendation is to go at least a week and a half right and then smoke again smoke just a little bit and don't smoke the next day and then give yourself another two or three days and then smoke again because then you'll notice like oh my tolerance my my intolerance i should say is here like i'm actually getting fucking high and enjoying the high instead of it just being like okay i need to now smoke like a hundred dollars worth of weed in order to feel any kind of remote sensation of highness right it's it's the same as shot of tequila right now you're gonna feel that shit right well and that's the thing like i've always been like i'm not going to increase i'm like from like the william burroughs like school of heroin use like you can do heroin as long as you do the same dose every day for 70 years and you will live into your 90s (laughs) that's not really the reality for most people unfortunately and like you know the reality is is it wasn't for like i i smoked the same always i never really smoked more and so like you get this low low level of highness without like truly being high or being silly and i don't know if it's like like maturation of like being a pot smoker to me shouldn't be like oh i barely feel high you know i'm not trying to compete with anybody about what my tolerance levels are i'm not fucking 20 anymore <laughs> right like we're not trying to prove like if anything i would like to spend the least amount of money on like exactly. i have i haven't bought myself weed in two months nice yeah and i when i bought it i think i bought a half of an ounce you know like i just i don't smoke that much anymore and when i do smoke like i'll i'll finally like smoke with my roommate and well i'll smoke like two because she smokes more than i do like she's i she switched to hemp once too i'm very proud of her we're yeah like we're done you know we're good we're good um uh like we always like inspire each other kind of thing so it's good like we're we're now we can like share blunts and all that 
but you know we'll finally like sit down and smoke together after not for a while and she smokes like probably every night or you know whatever i don't smoke as much so mm. we'll be on the couch watching a movie or something and like two blunts and she's like are you okay <laughs> and i'm like i am fucking toasted bitch uh-huh. and so like and like she doesn't smoke that as much anymore either but like it, it's like those times when she has been and i haven't been it's like you could see, like i have like one eye open i am like whoa i'm fucked up right see, now i start to use like voice fry and shit <laughs> I'm like, this is i remember the three of us getting fried at the old place i think she was yeah. just visiting um before she moved to new york and like oh yeah did yeah, we uh-huh. put something on a mechanical car or something? And oh no, my mechanical spider! And we were ha- like, like trying to pass the, the, the remote to pass the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we would put the ashtray on. So I have this little like mechanical remote operated tarantula, <laughs> and, and because she's deathly afraid of spiders, we decided we're gonna. Put- uh, were we we're doing gonna... like desensitization therapy? Or I don't think we're doing anything but being dicks. But we put the, <laughs> we put the ashtray on the back of the spider, and we used the remote to to guide it to the person that we were like not on the couch with. <laughs> and you know, and I noticed how like when you two moved in together, you controlled for all this. There were like ashtrays on multiple places, <laughs> so nobody. <laughs> yep. We were still such <laughs> novices at that back in the day. I know. <laughs> One it's little so Jesus wild. loves you. Tra- oh, wait. We had that big. What was that other ashtray? It was like an oh, ele- elephant. Do you yeah. still have it? Who has that? You had that. No. I probably still have it. <laughs> Truth yeah. You, I remember Queens at one point. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's probably smoking out of it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so you know, I, I I just I want to clear my head a little bit, you know, to make sure, yeah. I and I I've said this before on this podcast. Like, one should always be taking an inventory of what role shit plays in your life. I'm not a huge like freak out because you're addicted kind of person because I don't think addiction works that way. Um, I think addiction works on the base of, like, need. (laughs) And if you find yourself needing a substance, you should probably figure out why and address that need in a more constructive manner. Um, But for those of us that just like to get high (laughs) for the sake of it, you know, you know me. And I know, like, I miss, like, my, I just want to sing goofy songs and, like, fuck like and and listen to like really trippy music that's like really oh and i like to be outdoors when i'm stoned and like let me tell you the fucking southwest offers like a treasure trove of shit to stare at when you're high <laughs> and, and it's so hard not to be distracted like walking around here i'm gonna get hit by a car like everywhere i look all i see is mountain or like volcano or whatever and like you know and I, I never thought i would appreciate it but it's like there's so much like nature here in a way that like there's nature everywhere obviously but like you know <laughs> not having it obscured by like concrete blocks all the time or nasty buildings or whatever 
like like being able to see the fucking sky you know these things are like incredible i want you to come when you come again i want there's a certified dark dark spot or dark whatever they call them the the like astrology people have or not astrology astronomy there we go (laughs) one of those ones that start with ass um they have like these very few places like across the world that are like kind of like designated dark spots where there's like very little light blurring so you can like see the fuck out of the sky right there's this place called the cosmic campground I totally want to take you there. It's like a designated dark spot somewhere in this area. And like, that's so fucking gorgeous. I just, I, so like, I was in like Myrtle Beach one night and I was, I said one night, like, I just like, I, I, I took a walk to Myrtle Beach. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just a and little drop I was, off. I, the pool closes at like 11 or whatever. So like, I was like, I'm going to go down there at like 10 with like a beer. And I went to the pool that nobody was at, and I just, like, looked up, and I saw, like, a quadrillion stars, Ugh. and I was just, this is fucking the most, like, that's all I, I just want to look up and just see everything going on up there. It's so beautiful. It's just, like, that, it's so calming to me, because it makes you mm. feel like a speck yeah. on this fucking, instead of being, like, you know, I am this you know wholly important person thing it's like yeah you are for your own life but like look at how minuscule you are in the cog you know what i mean it's just like it's very peaceful it is i think that overwhelms some people but like you know being a city person and you know me i like people i like lots of people i like crowded shit i like shit that's open (laughs) but like (laughs) i do like appreciate the difference of that kind of like little spec feeling and and i only mean it in terms of when there's a lot of people around and like not a lot of open space you basically feel like a rat you know like one of many like one of in you know you feel like a speck in a different way and i don't think people like realize that like going out and being a speck as a part of nature is different than being like a speck in a rat race of fucking people who don't have time to tie their shoes. You know, Well, I always, when I'm a speck in a sea of people, I just a get grossed out because I'm probably going to get some kind of virus and B (laughs) I get nervous that there's going to be a stampede and I'm going to be run over. Whereas if you're just like a speck out in the middle of nature, you're just like, I could die right here and nobody would know or find my body for a long time. You know, I basically, I just think about my death all the time. (laughs) (laughs) But feeling like a speck is way cooler out in the middle of nowhere, for sure. I love that feeling. I love it. So I I definitely miss the desert. I want to come back and visit. Bitch, you're going to take care of my animals. What the hell? (laughs) Because I want animals really bad. I just don't want to be like solely responsible for them. Well, yeah. You know, you know that you have to like talk to them in a sweet voice, and you're like, I don't have time for all of that. Yeah, and I don't have a sweet voice. You have you have puppy voiced before, and it's rare, but I've heard it, so don't even with me. Don't, I know that it's- don't be fucking spilling my secrets. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I wanted to talk about like, so I just found out, I don't know, do you ever read um, them magazine? No. no, I don't okay. read. <laughs> they they're like owned by like 
Wait, is them? But they have an Instagram, though, right? They do. They totally have an Instagram. Okay, well, yes, I look at their Instagram. Yes, okay. and like for a while, I thought, oh man, they're really cool. Like, um, you know, they kind of like are, you know, feel like a little like like indie. Of course, only to find out. Of course, they're owned by Condé Nast because Condé Nast oh, really? just owns fucking everything. But like, I'm looking and I'm thinking. They put this article up that says Google searches for am I gay are up a whopping 1300% since 2004. So I got to call I got to call this am I gay? Yeah. So I have to call this out on a few reasons. One, I think it's a little uh panic baiting for the right to put something up like this. And two, it doesn't fucking mean anything. Internet use in general is up way more than 1300% since 2004. So this would be an example of a absolutely irrelevant statistic to put up. Like it doesn't mean since 2004 more people are wondering if they're queer. It just doesn't fucking mean that. No, you know? Of yeah. It's it's like and this is where I want people to be really critical of fucking shit they see with data. One, don't post this. This is like right now the right wing of the world is like loves to cling on to this new grooming narrative. Like don't give them especially fuel that's ridiculous. Like they Okay, make... so wait, are you saying that I'm not allowed to use that as the caption of my new Instagram post? <laughs> Because I would really like to. <laughs> no, you totally should. I mean, like, look, like, all I'm saying is, like, to scru- scrutinize when you see shit that makes it, like, when it's trying to sound, like, insane, like, 2004, internet use, grinder, all of these things were not as prevalent as they are now, Right. Like, you have way more access to Wi-Fi, hotspots. People are using the internet more. More smartphones. Of course, the use, uh, the, the search MI gate is up. But the question is, is it up, like, per curiosity, you know? Because, like, I almost promise you more people wanted to ask that question in 2004 than they do today. Because they probably... <laughs> have better examples and better representation to help them answer that question than a fucking internet search, you know? So just scrutinize when you see headlines, especially right now, with all the fucking awful shit going on and all the terrible shit people are saying. Can I just mention as one thing? I don't know if anybody has noticed this in these news ads about the shit going on in the Middle East, but every day you see a huge increase in the number for who has fucking died in Palestine, and the number for Israel has remained exactly the same as the first day of the attacks. Uh-huh. And some of the narratives that are written around this make it sound like that number has gone up. I haven't seen it change from 1,400 since the beginning of October. Well, w- w- propaganda is alive and motherfucking well, and we know that, you know? But propaganda about people's lives. I mean, no, I know it's always. Aaron. I know, no, Are I, you fuck, I know, I know. But maybe like my like, what the fuck? Like everybody say what the fuck. <laughs> so I know. Bernie and you know whatever. I'm way to the left of Bernie. Let's be real. So don't fucking call me a fucking Bernie bro or anything stupid. But he wrote a very um, informative op-ed this morning. 
on the issue, and I recommend people read it. You can just fucking search it. It's there. Um, and it gives, like, some interesting... It's not like... It's not like you know everybody's at fault thing it's actually just some fucking information so just fucking read it and like like let's like not take human life so fucking callously and like make it a us and them situation all the time it's all us bitch we all humans it's all us (laughs) there's no fucking them we are one fucking species if one of us dies we've lost one of our brothers and sisters that's the way it works um, granted, we need to shed some of these motherfuckers, but not the ones in question. Oh, here. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I just mean assholes. And For I the record, we them. are anti genocide, okay? We are anti genocide. We are anti genocide. We are. It's so, yes. it's so funny because one of my alter, alter egos that I've been given is Jenna, and Jenna is like this neat freak. And before all this happened, it used to like, I would organize stuff, and then it would be like, and now you've been genocided. But that joke is Oh my God. That, jo- <laughs> that is terrible timing for that joke. You are canceled. You are, I'm officially canceling you. <laughs> I love it. So, actually, <laughs> real quick, one more thing. There is this really, really interesting and terrific article that came out about cancel culture. I'm going to post it on a link here because there's a lot of conversation that goes around. Cancel culture at its base is very conservative. If you want to have conversations with people about the stupid shit that they say to actually change their mind, canceling them is not going to create that effect. You're actually creating people that are going to become more firm in their horrible beliefs when you like present a cancel. And I actually conspiracy conspiracy theory conspiracy theory (laughs) actually i'm gonna call it the conspiracy theory is that um mostly it's not a thing it's mostly conservatives that are entering the term into the dialogue and creating this idea that the liberals are canceling everybody um this is something that will not help us as a society. We have to be able to exchange discourse and thoughts. Not fucking hate speech. <laughs> discourse and thoughts. <laughs> well, the thing, the thing is, is once somebody's labeled as canceled, they gain sympathy from the people that were originally their fans to begin with. Right. And then people double down and then they... Yeah, we they, just talked about Roseanne, right? Do I think yeah. Roseanne would have doubled down? No. I, I, I think if some... If there had been a way to discuss this differently, that she yeah. would have been like, my bad. <laughs> I didn't think about that like clearly enough. And I see that happen all the time. First of all, I don't give a fuck about anybody, any rich people being canceled. I care about everyday people carrying on these charades that like the rich and the wealthy and the famous carry on. We need to be able to have dialogue because we need to stick together because all those people, they're going to fucking eat us for lunch one day. So, yeah, like, there are. <laughs> let's get our shit together. And, like, speaking of eating the booty like groceries, um, before we go, I did want to re discuss my five days inside Felicia because yes. that was that was dropped off the last, uh, <laughs> the last recording and i was very proud of it 
And I just want to say that I went live for five hours straight and I couldn't walk very well the next day. So <laughs> I, love, I love that image. So <laughs> we leave that by the package of the five hours of footage. Oh, it's for sale. too. Oh, yeah, of course. Everything's for sale. <laughs> I, I I sold the sheet I did it on. Like, oh, <laughs> it's all for sale. Beautiful. <laughs> oh, I love how twisted the world is. It's 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 really oh, just... This is what a market economy brings you. <laughs> Everything. Well, is... you know what's really cool is, in the past, people would have to, like, go raid houses to steal dirty panties or do whatever the fuck. Now you can just, like, order them for me, and you can get a video of me wearing them while I'm doing the thing that i'm doing before i mail it to you you know what i mean like oh, let's yeah remember yeah. when like my craigslist and my paypal got canceled because we were advertising dirty panties at like our um... oh yeah that's right <laughs> remember when i used to... remember when i used to <laughs> go hold on one second i have to go pee in a bottle and then sell it to somebody not just any bottle vitamin water <laughs> yeah i mean we already discussed this i think on like the last episode but like <laughs> oh well yeah it's always a, it's always a fun time to reminisce because that was like the beginning of my true sex work experiencing that's true, that's true. Like, we would be watching my- jersey shore and it'd be like hold on i gotta go i gotta go drop off this bottle of piss <laughs> Yeah, they would just drive up front. And I then we would, would order pizza from mom. Blue Jeans. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it was not our pizza delivery. It was me delivering. Yeah, we would be like, oh, um, I need some money <laughs> for whatever. Uh, We'd be like, we, we want to buy some beer and like go to Ralph. So I'm going to sell my piss oh my real God, quick. Totally. Those 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 piss bottles got us to New York. Let's be real. They really did. That honestly, I saved a ton of money up from the person that was aiding and abetting my sex work. Aiding and abetting. <laughs> and abetting. Oh my god, <laughs> you were of age. Let's just be clear. Uh, yeah, nobody fuck. was aiding anybody. No, but like totally check out. Like yeah, that. F- I, and I'm really pissed because it was a great conversation about that five hours of 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 you. Um, so, like, go check it out. It's worth it. Yeah, you can just turn it up real loud, and yeah, and when speaks, turn it down real low, and then <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a good time to me. <laughs> oh my god, I'm totally gonna put that on Patreon. All right. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's always so good talking to you, friend. You got to come visit soon. We got to do one of this shit live and in person. Yeah, I yeah that. There's nothing better than you and I vibing in person with a microphone between us. Yeah, it's true. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> All double entendres encouraged. Yeah, I know. Nothing I was like, like that's us so filthy, with a microphone. No. Yeah, we've had a microphone between us, you know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank oh, you, my Lord. lovely. Go, go check out Felicia. Destroy her pussy for five hours. <laughs> yeah, five hour foot long, right there. All right. <laughs> Oh my god, is that the name of the episode? Five hour of foot long? <laughs> what the hell? Uh. All right. Thanks everybody for tuning into the Screw Podcast with Felicia Rose and A Love. You can follow us online at the Screw NYC on Twitter and Instagram. You can click on our Patreon from there where you will see 
some behind the scenes video interviews and other things. And I think my boobs, I'm not really sure. I can't remember, but you'll see some stuff and you'll definitely be able to hear that weird ASMR episode where we talk about all sorts of fun shit and it's definitely a good episode. So it's worth uh, lowering and, and hiring and hiring. <laughs> We're not hiring yet. <laughs> but if you want to be an intern at the Screw Podcast, <laughs> a free intern, <laughs> give us a call. Yeah, exactly. There you go. We need a free intern or two. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye.